Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Try saying that three times fast. I'm not using the microphone because I'm out on foot. I figured you guys have had enough of that heavy bass. I need to bring it down a notch to where it sounds perfect. Although within the podcasting realm, there is no such thing as perfection. So tonight, we're going to talk about Tootsie. Directed by the late Sidney Pollock. Dustin Hoffman, Terry Garr, Jessica Lange, and Bill Murray. This is... This is the cream of the of the crop, okay? This is the cream of the crop in terms of comedies. In 2000, Tootsie was number two in terms of the comedies of all time. And the number one was Some Like It Hot. And we're going to talk about Some Like It Hot on another night. But tonight, it's all about Tootsie. You know, before Mrs. Doubtfire, before all the prosthetics, the makeup, and the fat suit, there was Tootsie. Dustin Hoffman. You know, Dustin Hoffman was known as this. I mean, in terms in terms of an actor, and he liked to sink his teeth into everything. I mean, who could forget Midnight Cowboy? I'm walking here. I'm walking here. And how, in terms of method acting, The Graduate, which started it all, Little Big Man, Kramer versus Kramer. Do you know to this day, Meryl Streep has not worked with Dustin Hoffman since. And she talks about how they have that fight in the movie. And he actually really broke a glass. And she felt shards of glass hitting her. Uh, And how the experience of working, even though, you know, they both won Academy Awards for Kramer versus Kramer. You know, and Dustin Hoffman himself was going through a divorce at that time. So here we are, 1982, Tootsie. 1982 was an interesting year in terms of film because you had Victor Victoria, you know, where Julie Andrews is playing a woman pretending to be a man, pretending to be a woman. And then you had Gandhi. And so what happened was, Oscar-wise, Gandhi swept the Oscars. But you had, you know, these transformative performances by Dustin Hoffman and Julie Andrews. And let's not forget, it was a year of drag. Uh, John Lithgow in the world, uh, according to Garp, you know, John Lithgow received his first Oscar nomination for playing a man who used to be a woman. He was, I guess, a football player, you know, and here we arrive at Tootsie. Tootsie is such a, (laughs) there's a reason why it's right up there with some like it hot in terms of the, the film itself. You know, and what Dustin Hoffman did to become Dorothy Michaels. The voice, the mannerisms. You know, he said he studied women more than he ever had before. Because, you know, here he was, a heterosexual man, been married, you know, loved women. And, and learning that, okay, you know, they, they put their hand over their chest like that. Something that men don't do. He even starts to tear up as he talks about that. You know, um... We're gonna. I'm gonna add some more stuff in later into the show, to to just basically talk about Tootsie. Isn't that hard to believe? Thirty eight years ago. Thirty eight years ago, Tootsie. Or is it thirty nine? Nineteen eighty two. You know, Sidney Pollock 
Pollock at that point had done, you know, uh, What's Up Doc, The Way We Were. He later did Out of Africa. But Tootsie, Tootsie is, first of all, he's acting in it alongside Dustin Hoffman. (laughs) You know, Dustin Hoffman is this, funnily enough, difficult actor in the movie. And some would say he's difficult in real life. Maybe that's where his brilliance comes from. You know, we could ask Meryl Streep about that. And I thought, you know, in terms of comedies for January, because, you know, it's been a long, crazy year. And we all need to laugh. And what these comedies do is remind us how potent, how, you know, how uh, transformative comedy is. You know, like good rock and roll, it, it alters your molecular structure and you laugh. And how, you know, comforting laughter can be, especially in crazy times. And you think of the 1980s. <laughs> Um, what Tootsie did You know, the song I mean, it had to be you, come on But then the relationship between Jessica Lange's character And Dustin Hoffman's character You know, Jessica Lange went on to win an Oscar She was nominated against Terry Garr Who, you know, Terry Garr is such a great comedian And I think that's always wrong to nominate, you know, if they hit, if they could have both won, because they both added something integral to Dorothy Michaels, okay, who also is Michael Dorsey. You know, you could put an anagram in there right now. And then you've got Bill Murray, Bill Murray, who is just watching this all unfold, you know, and is playing deadpan, you know, because he's a supporting player in this movie. He's playing Jeff, you know. And Dustin Hoffman's character, you know, like he wants to play all of these characters. Can't get them, you know. And here he is, this out-of-work actor. Very difficult. And then he decides to do something transformative. He figures, you know what? I'm going to do something crazy, which he does. And he becomes Dorothy Michaels. And the way he gets on that set... You know, where he's like, ah, I know what you're trying to make. You're trying to make some idiotic point that masculine women are ugly. Well, shame on you. And shame on you to the person, Miss Marshall, macho shithead. I can't do it justice. And that's why later on we're going to add some clips. We're going to talk deeply in depth about Tootsie. You know, I took drama class. I know all about the intricacies that Dustin Hoffman pulls in you know as a method actor he's he's doing it okay he's doing it and that's why tootsie is such a classic i know we we're gonna get to it i think everyone is like you know the edward kimberly part i'm not gonna spoil it for some of you who have never seen tootsie which i find hard to believe because tootsie is one of those classics it's a classic comedy you know um I always talk about the American Film Institute and the fact that they would put Tootsie right up there. That says something about Tootsie, is that Tootsie is number two and Some Like It Hot is number one. Both movies about men in drag. There's nothing funnier. And Dustin Hoffman didn't... I mean, in terms of comedies, 
You know, he was always known for his dramatic performances. You think of Lenny, where he's playing Lenny, Lenny Bruce, you know, or Little Big Man. I am the sole survivor of Custard's Last Stand. And Kramer versus Kramer. How do I look? You look terrific. I mean, right there. Come on. And yes, you know, Dustin Hoffman, for me, there are comedic aspects to Rain Man. Rain Man, is, that is such a performance, you know, and I think that's why, yeah, if Dustin Hoffman is difficult, and a lot of actors are, you know, it doesn't take away from the performances that he gives. And sometimes the ends justify the means in terms of Tootsie. And that was a spectacular year. I mean, like I said, you got men in drag, you got women in drag. But what ended up winning all the Oscars? And sometimes it doesn't matter. Gandhi. Gandhi is such a great movie. A great biography. You know, Ben Kingsley as Mahatma Gandhi. Come on. And then, of course, you've got the queen of comedy, soon to be with Murphy Brown. Candace Bergen playing Margaret Bork White, the photographer. But, you know, it's all about Tootsie. There's something poignant and and yet very very funny about Tootsie and last night we talked about The Thin Man and The Thin Man is also on the AFI list of the 100 comedies of all time and I remember watching Tootsie as a kid it would always come on TV you know and (laughs) I think my favorite is um, where you know he gets the part as Dorothy Michaels and he's like, uh, and he says, uh, oh, I was, I was wondering, can you show me where the Russian tea room is? Oh, this is. And then they sit down and he's like, George, George, it's Michael Dorsey. Last time you, I, you told me to, to get a job as a tomato. Michael? Yeah, swear to God. Oh, God, I begged you to get some therapy. You also said no one else would hire me. Yeah. <laughs> Go Tootsie Go. Oh my God, that movie. And then you have Gina Davis who's in there. There's a lot of people in Tootsie. If you've ever watched The Golden Girls, remember Aunt Angela, uh, Sophia's sister? She's in Tootsie. She plays Miss Marshall, who doesn't really seem phased by things until the big reveal. And. You know, I thought that's why I would just talk without the microphone. The smoke and mirrors about Tootsie. Because, you know, Tootsie is not about smoke and mirrors. Tootsie is raw. I mean, you look at, okay, he's shaving. He's got the five o'clock shadow. He's got to put the makeup on. He's got the thing, extensions in the wig. Okay. The glasses, the hair, the dress. And, and then, you know, how... Uh, his masculine being a man pretending to be a woman and how Jessica Lange's character Julie falls in love with him or Dorothy Michaels um I love it where they're like oh Dorothy oh there's reason yeah he always squeals in certain parts you know Dorothy Michaels is such a character and that's something I'd love to see is if maybe for a benefit 
or for a performance on SNL is to see Dustin Hoffman dress up as Dorothy Michaels one more time. You know, a lot of the actors will recreate their characters and I could see Dorothy Michaels now. You know, Dustin's in his 80s. Um, And then, you know, you think of the film itself. Remember, he says, I was a better man with you as a woman as I was as a man with a woman. And she's like, I don't quite figure it out. You know, it's it's a it's a transformative part. And it's it's a classic. I love that movie. I love Terry Gar's character. Oh my God, she's talking about the feminine mystique and she's lecturing him and then they sleep together. I mean, in all actuality, he wants Jessica Lange's character. But maybe they don't belong together. Maybe they're just such good friends, as he says. You know, with Dorothy Michaels, that character that he created, that he inhabited. And yeah, Dustin Hoffman is an actor's actor. And without Tootsie, there would be no Mrs. Doubtfire. Without Some Like It Hot, there would be no Tootsie. There would be no Mrs. Doubtfire. White Chicks, remember that? We're only going to mention that a little bit. Not one of my favorites. Um, But even Robin Williams one time, they were talking about Tootsie for the AFI. And Robin Williams talks about how Dustin Hoffman really took it to the hilt. Rest in peace, Robin Williams. You know, and how he studied that. When other actors study each other, you know... And what Dustin Hoffman brought to Tootsie. I, I, Dustin Hoffman, you know, of course, The Graduate. I love The Graduate. But there's something special about Tootsie. There's something special. Because you know this is leading to something. And then when it gets to the big reveal, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I've talked to people all across the board. All across the age age. You know, age, ageless lines. And we all agree that Tootsie is just hilarious. It, it has aged very well. A lot of films don't age very well. You know, they become dated. But there's something universal about Tootsie. And it's a testament to the team that made Tootsie. Sidney Pollock, Dustin Hoffman, Terry Garr. Bill Murray, Jessica Lange. It is a big testament. Dabney Coleman, who was also in 9 to 5. Who, who really played jerks very well. You know, this is a comedy. This is screwball. It's fall down. It's reveal. <laughs> and you can't help but laugh. Here's Dustin Hoffman in drag. In the dressing room with Gina Davis. And she's in her underwear and he's just checking her out. She doesn't have a clue. And they're talking about the doctor that they're all going to kiss. And she's like, yeah, we call him the tongue. Oh, why would you call him that, dear? (laughs) And he's checking her out as they're talking, you know. And um, of course, there's there's that moment where Dorothy does the screen test. I want to make her look a little more attractive. Can you back up? How do you feel about Cleveland? Knock it off. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> that movie. It's one of those movies where you find yourself reliving it. It's funny. It's transformative. It's Dustin Hoffman. And I studied acting. And I and yeah, actors are difficult. That's probably why I didn't go into it. You know, to, be, to pretend to be another person. Dustin Hoffman does it so well. And Tootsie... Tootsie is one of his many masterpieces. I love Tootsie. I love the humor. I love the heart of Tootsie. And you know, you got Jessica Lange, Terry Garr, Bill Murray, Dabney Coleman, and Dustin Hoffman. And Sidney Pollack. Sidney Pollack didn't really, you know, if he was in his movies, it was, you know, he's part of the cast. And very few directors do that. Usually they do the Hitchcockian, you know, let's, 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 you know, do a little visit in my own film. I, I, there are so many moments in Tootsie, you know, and even where Tootsie's character, you know, Dorothy Michaels falls in love, where, uh, Jessica Lange's character's father falls in love with Dorothy Michaels. And we all know where that goes. If you haven't seen Tootsie, watch it. It's one of those, it's a, it's a, it's a masterpiece. It's a landmark comedy. And it's transformative. You know, can't, it doesn't get any better than that. Dustin Hoffman, Gina Davis, Terry Garr, Bill Murray, Dabney Coleman, and Dustin Hoffman. In a landmark comedy, Tootsie. These comedies, you know, I want you all to watch them and to just think, oh my God, that's hilarious. It is family entertainment. And you can't really say that with a lot of the films today. I think with the comedies of today, they try to push it too much and it suffers and there's no, there's no real humor to it. But with Tootsie... There is a wig full of humor. I am honored to present you this film tonight of the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I don't even really think we need any clips. Just me talking about Tootsie. You know, a lot of my professors who are my friends, we all talk about Tootsie. It's like, oh my God, that movie. There is so much going on with Dustin Hoffman. And all the other characters in this movie. And it's, it's just such a pleasure to talk about a movie that I love. I, I am lovingly, you know, recommending this movie because it's, it's a classic. You can't say that about a lot of films today. That they're classics. That they live up. And you know, with Tootsie, there's no hype. There's no hype. We'll be back after these messages. And we're back. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. And I promised you some Tootsie. Michael, he's tied up right now. I swear. Hang on one second. Michael, will you wait outside, please? I'm talking to the coast. This is a coast, too, George. New York is a coast, too. 
Cy, are you... Cy? Cy? God, look what you... Margaret? Margaret? Get him back, will you? I cut myself off. Now, what is it, Michael? Terry Bishop is doing Ice Man Cometh, right? Didn't you promise to set me up for that part? Am I wrong? Didn't you tell me I was gonna I was gonna get a reading for that part? Aren't you my agent? Stuart Pressman wants a name, Michael. Oh, I see. Terry Bishop is a name. No, no, no. Michael Dorsey is a name. When you want to send a stake back, Michael Dorsey is a name. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. You always do this to me. It's a rotten thing to say, and I know it. Let me start all over again. Terry Bishop is on a soap opera. Millions of people watch him every day. He's known. And that qualifies him to ruin Iceman Cometh? You know, I can act circles around that guy. I already played that part so in Minneapolis. What's the name? That's his affair, okay? I know this is going to disgust you, Michael, but a lot of people are in this business to make money. Well, don't make me like I'm some money. flake, George. I am in this business to make money, too. Really? Yes. Bottom Theater for the Blind, Strindberg in the Park, the People's Workshop in Syracuse. Okay, now, wait a minute. I did nine plays in eight months up in Syracuse. I happen to get great reviews from the New York critics. Not that that's why I did it. Of course not. God forbid you should lose standing as a cult failure you think i'm a failure george is that what you're saying to me i will not get sucked into this conversation michael okay. i will not okay look i sent you a play to read that my roommate wrote it had a great part in it for me did you read it where the hell do you come off sending me your roommate's play for you to star in i'm your agent not your mother i'm not supposed to find plays for you to star in i'm supposed to field offers and that's what i do field offers who told you that the agent fairy that was a significant piece of work. I could have been terrific in that play. Nobody's going to do that play. Why? Because it's a downer, that's why. Because nobody wants to produce a play about a couple that moved back to Love Canal. But that actually happened. Who gives a shit? Nobody wants to pay $20 to watch people living next to chemical waste. They can see that in New Jersey. Look, I don't want to argue about it, okay? I'm going to raise the $8,000 myself so I can produce his play. And I want you to send me up for anything. I don't care what it is. I will do dog commercials on television. I will do radio voiceovers. Michael, I can't put you up for any of that. Why not? Because no one... Will hire oh, that's not true, man. I bust my ass to get a part right, and you know I do. Yes, and you bust everybody else's ass, too. That's what you do. A guy's got four weeks to put on a plate. You think he wants to sit and argue about whether or not Tolstoy can, can walk when he's dying or walk when he's talking or sing oh, when please, he's that walking? Was two years ago, and that guy is an idiot. They and can't all be idiots, Michael. You argue with everybody. You've got one of the worst reputations in this town, Michael. Nobody will hire you. Are you saying that nobody in New York will work with me? Oh, no, that's too limiting. Nobody in Hollywood wants to work with you either. I can't even send you up for a commercial. You play the tomato for 30 seconds. They want a half a day over schedule because you wouldn't sit down. Yes, it wasn't logical. You were a tomato! A tomato doesn't have logic! A tomato can't move! That's what I said! So if he can't move, how's he gonna sit down, George? I was a stand-up tomato! A juicy, sexy, beefsteak tomato! Nobody does vegetables like me! I did an evening of vegetables off-Broadway! I did the best tomato! The best cucumber! I did an on-deep salad that knocked the critics on their ass! Michael, I, I'm trying to stay calm here. You uh, are a wonderful actor. Thank you. But you're too much trouble. Get some therapy. Okay, thanks. I'm going to raise $8,000, and I'm going to do Jeff's play. Michael, you're not going to raise 25 cents. No one will hire you. Oh, yeah? Uh, and what happens? It's Michael Dorsey as Dorothy Michaels. You have every right to have it. I hate it. Ron, this is Dorothy Michaels, our director, Ron Carlyle. Hi, Hi. 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 Dorothy didn't bring a resume, but George Fields is her agent. Mm -hmm. That's very impressive. Gosh, I'm afraid you're not right for this role, though, honey. I'm, I'm sorry. Thanks for coming by. Page two and five. Do you want camera one or two on that? Camera two. Tell Art about that. Why am I not right, Mr. Carlyle? Well, I'm just uh, trying to make a certain statement here, and I'm, I'm looking for a very specific physical type. Mr. Carlyle? 
I'm an actress. I'm a character actress. I can play this part any way you want. Honey, I'm sure that you're a very, you very good actress. What you're it's just for? that you're a little bit too soft what? and genteel. You're not threatening enough. Not threatening enough? How's this? You take your hands off me, or I'm going to meet your balls right through the roof of your mouth. Is that enough of a threat? To start? Yes, I think I know what y'all really want. You want some gross caricature of a woman. To prove some idiotic point, like, like power makes women masculine, or masculine women are ugly. Well, shame on the woman that lets you do that, on any woman that lets you do that. And that means you, dear. Miss Marshall, shame on you, you macho shithead. And so Dabney Coleman, who's always playing the jerk, won't, oh, you're not what we're looking for. And yet, that's what happens. And it is Miss Marshall who goes on the, out on the limb for him. And uh, here it is. If we can find it. Why am I not right, Mr. Oh, we, we already did that part. Here we go. No, just Darcy. Now, Alan's always Alan. Tom is always Tom. And John's always John. I have a name, too. It's Dorothy, capital D-O-R-O-T-H-Y. Dorothy. Excuse me, doctor. I think women ought to be entitled to have everything and all, etc. Except. Oh, well, my star, so it is. Well, this is very embarrassing. Yeah, well, this is, this is it. <laughs> Thanks very much. How are you doing? Yeah, good to see you. Nice to see you. Please sit down. Thank you. Listen, I talked to Stuart. I, I talked to him yesterday. He, he'll be uh, one one more week in London, and then he uh, then he definitely uh, then he then he definitely then he definitely you know, he definitely wants to. Weekly, never been that ticklish before. We go back years. Ago. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been introduced. I know. Right? Joel Spector. Joel, I'm sorry. Joel, I'm sorry. Joel, I'm sorry. Joel, I'm so sorry. Joel, I'm so sorry. Joel, I'm 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 sorry. Thank you, Miss Michaels. <laughs> Hope to see you again. Yes, let's have lunch. Fine. Call you. George? Nice meeting you. You know, he's very handsome. I think you ought to represent him. You are psychotic. No, I'm not. I'm employed. I got the whole world. Don't, don't, don't. don't, 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 don't make fun of you. Just don't get close to me. <laughs> see, it's moments like that 
Well, we love Tootsie. Uh, it's Julie. Listen, there's sort of an emergency. Well, I mean, it's not really an emergency, but if you get a chance, uh, would you call me? Are you sure you want to do this? No, but I'm going to. Oh, I've been fooling myself about Ron for too long now. I guess I really wanted you here for moral support, Dorothy. Although I actually did fire Mrs. Crowley today. I really did. Did you want a drink? I'm not the one breaking up with Ron. Oh, I'd buy a ticket to that. You have influenced me, though, Dorothy. I've been seeing Ron through your eyes lately. Julie, I don't want that responsibility. Why not? Why shouldn't you influence me? Listen, you wouldn't compromise your feelings like I have. You wouldn't live this kind of lie, would you? Well, no, I wouldn't, but... I, now, of I, course I, not, and you're right. It's just... But... I deserve something better, you know? I don't have to settle for this. I really don't. It's just that I've always been too lazy or too scared or... No, why are too some? Don't be so hard on yourself. Um, what the hell? I'll live, won't I? Maybe not happily, but honestly. Sounds like something you'd say. Julie, you mustn't idealize me. Uh, honesty in many ways is a, is a relative term. Now listen, my father's coming. If he calls, don't tell him anything about this, okay? Uh -oh. He's driving down tonight. I'm sure he's going to want to see you. Oh, me? I know I'm pretty, and I use it. I just guess I shouldn't have gone to Dr. Brewster's office so late. Well, no, that's not true. You know, Dr. Brewster has tried to seduce several nurses on this ward, always claiming to be in the throes of an uncontrollable impulse. Do you know what? Uh-oh. I think I'm going to give every nurse on this floor an electric cattle prod and instruct them to just zap them in his badoobies. Cattle prod ruby. Uh, you want to open up the yellow pages and under the section of uh, farm equipment retail? The doobies. And if you notice, I stopped it right there while the music's playing. The copyright. Uh-huh. Great view, huh? Only Phil could afford all those lines. You know, I could lay a big line on you, and we could do a lot of role-playing. But the simple truth is is that I find you very interesting. And I'd really like to make love to you. You know? It's as simple. Simple as that. And so what happens is things get mixed up. And those of you who have seen Tootsie, you know what I'm talking about. And if we can get to it, you know where we're going with this and why Tootsie is such a classic comedy. Who wants to become a nurse? So she returned to the States and joined the staff right here by her brother. Her brother. It was this brother who, on the day of her death, swore to the good Lord above that he would follow in her footsteps and 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 and, and just 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 don't 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 panic. Owe it all up to her, but on her terms. God, here come the terms. As a woman, and just as proud to be a woman as she ever was. For I am not Emily Kimberly, the daughter 
of Dwayne and Alma Kimberly? No, I'm not. I'm Edward Kimberly, the reckless brother of my sister, Anthony. No! <laughs> Edward Kimberly, who has finally vindicated his sister's good name. I'm Edward Kimberly. Edward Kimberly. And I'm not mentally ill, but proud and lucky and strong enough to be the woman that was the best part of my manhood. The best part of myself. That is one nutty hospital. I knew there was a reason she didn't like me. Commercial. And Bill Murray gives the line right there. Yep. And that's why we love Tootsie. And why it is a classic comedy. And here we go. I miss Dorothy. You don't have to. She's right here. You. Look, you don't know me from Adam, but I was a better man with you as a woman than I ever was with a woman as a man. You know what I mean? I just got to learn to do it without the dress. <laughs> At this point in our relationship, there might be an advantage to my wearing pants. <laughs> Hard part's over. You know, we were already good friends. Will you loan me that? Little yellow outfit. Which one? The Austin. The Austin. Oh no. Michael. I will not. And so the music starts to play by sung by Stephen Bishop, and I don't want to get in trouble. Copyright 1982. It's all about copyright these days. And so that is Tootsie. I left a few moments out, but those are the moments, including the big reveal that gets everyone jump up and up and down and just laughing hysterically. The big reveal that not everyone knew was coming. And that's why we love Tootsie. It is a classic film. Even when it was released, you think about it. You think about the statistics of Tootsie. What it what it took to I mean, you know, it's it's a classic and it was also a big hit. It was a big hit for everyone that who was involved with the movie and released December 17th, 1982, directed by Sidney Pollack. Dustin Hoffman, Jessica Lange, Terry Garr, Dabney Coleman, Charles Durning. Yep, it is culturally significant. The film was a major critical and financial success, the second most profitable film of 1982, and was nominated for 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Lang was the only winner for Best Supporting Actress. She was also nominated that year for lead for her role in the movie Francis about Francis Farmer. 
there is so much to be said about Tootsie and why it's a classic. Hmm. It was Dustin Hoffman's idea that Pollock play Michael's agent, George Fields, a role written for Dabney Coleman. Pollock resisted the idea, but Hoffman eventually convinced him. It was Pollock's first acting work in years. Pollock still wanted to keep Coleman on board and cast him as the sexist, arrogant soap opera director, Ron Carlyle. To prepare for his role, Dustin Hoffman watched the film La Cage Ox Follies several times. He also visited the set of General Hospital for research and conducted extensive makeup tests. In an interview for the American Film Institute, Dustin Hoffman said he was shocked that although he could be made up to appear as a credible woman, he would never be a beautiful one. And that he had an epiphany when he realized that although he found this woman interesting, he would not have spoken to her at a party because she was not beautiful. And that, as a result, he mi- he had missed out on in many occasions with interesting women. He concluded that he had never regarded Tootsie as a comedy. Scenes set in the New York City Russian Tea Room were filmed in the actual restaurant, with additional scenes shot in Central Park and in front of Bloomingdale's. Scenes were also filmed in Hurley, New York, and at the National Video Studios in New York City. Additional filming took place in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Hmm. Nominated for 10 Academy Awards. Dustin Hoffman doesn't regard it as a comedy, but the American Film Institute does. 1998, it was number 62 on 100 Years, 100 Movies. In 2000, 100 Years, 100 Laughs, it was number two. (sighs) Yeah, this is a classic. It's available on DVD. I think it's on Netflix. It's on iTunes. This is Tootsie. Or as the song says in the montage, go Tootsie, go. Don't you just love that? It, I can still hear it in my head whenever I watch that movie. It's a classic. I want to give a shout out to my acting teacher from high school, Mr. Matroni, wherever you are. I remember he and I talked extensively about Tootsie. We watched it in class and how hilarious it was, you know. And while I never became an actor myself, there is the podcast. And so. This show is dedicated to Mr. Matroni, wherever you are. As always, unpleasant dreams.